Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Slizzy, coming to you with another State of the New York Knicks podcast, episode 82. A lot of things to get into tonight on the podcast. Um, shout out to my podcast co-host, Mr. Mitchell. This is Solo Dolo podcast for tonight. Um, appreciate the love and support. Appreciate Knicks Nation. Appreciate for y'all always tuning in. But... Let me get right into it, man. A couple of things to talk about. We're going to talk about the new Knicks president of basketball operations, Leon Ross. We're going to talk about the win. We're on a three-game win streak, obviously. And um, we're going to talk about some of the young guys, and then we're going to talk about some of the people who could replace Scott Perry um, besides Leon Ross. But, you know, first off, let's talk about the recent game we had against the Orlando Magic, and I, I must say, man, I must say kudos to Alfred Payton, and I, I can't lie, the man has been playing well lately, Um, about 10 points, eight assists, six rebounds, he's been, he's been playing very well, he's getting in the paint, he plays just like an old school point guard, my type of point guard, you know, get in the paint, Find your guys. Think about your shot second and or second. Um, find your guys first. Try to get guys involved in the game. That that's all you could take from you know Alfred Payton, man. I lo- love what he's doing. I hope Frank Nelikina watches him all the time. Frank Nelikina, you know, he had two points, but you know he played great defense, man. That's why I love Frank Nelikina. I'm glad he survived the trade deadline. I'm also going to get into the um, trade deadline too and my disappointment about it. But, you know, you know, good game by the guys. Um, Wayne Ellington, you know, he came in, flamethrower from three. So salute to Wayne Ellington. I was kind of mad he came in the game too. I, I, I can't even lie. Like, you know, you got Alonzo Trier sitting on the bench. He hasn't played in about a month or two. Dodson's out sick. Trier was out sick. So it was like it was nobody else to get those minutes. So, you know, kudos to Mike Miller. You know, you see he wants to win games. You see he's trying to balance winning games and playing the kids at the same time. So although Kevin Knox, Dennis Smith Jr., and Frank Nelikina combined to miss 11 of 12 shots, you know, as long as the kids are playing, that's my only hope. We're one game again. We're one game from 17 wins. So I'm very happy about that. Um, Julius Randle, he played a good game, had a couple of blocks. Salute to Julius. Um, I'm a, I wasn't mad at Julius' play. You know, although in the fourth quarter, you know, he does the usual Julius Randle, try to be a point guard, spending the four people. But, you know, he played a, he played a good game. He played a good game. So, um, you know, I, I, I salute to Julius Randle. I, I will give him this game. He played good defense as well for – Three three quarters, four quarter was kind of bad, but you know we still pulled out the win. Um, the Knicks are now twelve and eight under Mike Miller, so that's a four four hundred winning percentage that projects to a thirty three win season. It's crazy how bad David Fisdale was and how I was defending this man damn near all the time. So you know. Salute to Mike Miller, man. He's he's changing his team. He's changing the offense. I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing. More movement, more ball 
whole movement. Um, in any game I've seen the Knicks play this season, I love the ball movement, man. The ball movement was so great, you know, without Marcus Morris in the fold. And I'm going to get into that next. But without Marcus Morris in the fold, you know, it it, it was – it, it it was great to see, man. It was great to see, you know. Um, you know, now I want to get into, you know, uh, Marcus Morris. And, you know, we traded Marcus Morris, which some people didn't like. A lot of people was against it. But it was a thing that had to be done. It had to be done, man. I'm, 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 I love Marcus Morris, love Moot. Ball hogged at times, but still, you know, he, he – Gave us great production, 19 points, 44% from three. But, you know, you're turning 31. I want Kevin Knox with more minutes. You know, it, it was good that we got Mo Harkless back, 2020 first-round pick. Um, we, got, we got a 2023 second-round pick, I believe. And, you know, it, it's good. Now we, the Knicks have seven first-round picks in the next four years. In the deal, we also get Ukrainian pro Isaf Sanan. And this is a guy who prides himself on defense. So I hope he's not just a throwaway. I hope I hope he's a guy that we can probably play. He's still 20 years old. So let's wait and see. But Knicks have a great future ahead of them. They have a great future ahead of them. They have seven first-round picks. You got RJ Barrett. He's 19. You got Kevin Knox. He's 20. You got... Frank Nilakina, he's 21. Um, you know, Mitchell Robinson, he's 21 right now. You know, you got all these young pieces, man. Kevin Knox, if I ain't say Kevin Knox already, you got um Kenny Wooten and you know, a lot of young pieces. So we're in great shape, good cap space for the next two years. And you know, we're in good shape, man. We're in good shape. And and it's crazy how, you know, Clyde. Will Clyde Frazier, he said on one of the telecasts during one of the games, you know, some of the players who asked for trades are still on the Knicks team. So I'm wondering, like, who was some of those players? I'm surprised no reports came out for that yet. But I'm I'm very curious to see who was some of those players who definitely asked for a trade. I am definitely want to see. But trading Mook was a great move. And it helps us with the rebuild. We get more draft capital for this year's draft. And that's an absolute great. We got Maurice Harkless in the deal, too. New York's own. St. John alum. So great, great deal. And also the Knicks have the right to swap first-round picks with the Clippers in 2021. And we got a Clippers second-round pick. So great. Great, great Dallas picks. We got our own picks for the next couple of years. So hopefully, you know, the NBA give us lightning in the bottle and give us the first pick or the second pick in the NBA draft so we could get one of these guards in the draft. Um, trading Mook was absolutely needed. I wish we traded Bobby Porter's, man. Watching this man on the court, it's just been an ISO all season, man. I can't even lie. Bobby Portis is just so goddamn terrible. He never passes the ball. He never passes out of a pick and pop. I don't know how many times I've said this on the pod. He he doesn't play great defense. He doesn't rebound. 
it's it's just so hard to watch this guy play basketball. And I'm curious to see do 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 the Knicks have any buyout candidates? Please, by the love of God, Porter's needs to be bought out. I I do not need to to watch Porter's play any minutes with Kevin Knox any more games. That is just a horrible pairing. I don't know why they keep pairing Kevin Knox with, with Bobby Porter's. It just don't work. It don't work. It, it I, I'm good. It, it don't work. So, so wait and see, man. So wait and see. So, the news that we heard. Well, well, even before that, um, let me talk about the kids real quick, cause the thing I've been screaming all year is play the kids, play the kids. I don't care about the vets. I don't care about. Alfred Payton having great games. I don't care about any points that anybody on this team scores above 25 years old. I really don't care because in four to five years, RJ Barrett is going to be 24 years old, 25 years old. I don't care about anything none of these vets do that's on the court. And development, development this season is got mixed results. But, for example, Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox, you, he's in a sophomore slump right now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume it's a sophomore slump year. And he, 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 he's gotten better defensively, but he's still lost out there. Um, he doesn't have no moves going to the basket. When he gets to the basket, it's just a straight line drive. He doesn't try to mix it up. Um, I have a great issue with Kevin Knox when it comes to that. I love Kevin Knox, but he has to learn some moves. He needs about two more off seasons to really get his game together. And some things like, for example, Kevin Knox, he's doubled his block percent, percent percentage. Um, that's great to do. And he his on board defense has gotten a little better. His off board defense has gotten a little better, but he's still terrible defensively. And offensively, I just don't think he can never get into a flow because he doesn't get consistent minutes. And that's the issue that I really have with Kevin Knox. He does not get consistent minutes. So when once he gets consistent minutes and gets more plays called for him, suddenly just standing on the three point line floating then we will see a more improved Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox also has improved his passing, which is notable. And if you watch Nick games, you'll notice that Kevin Knox passing has become way better than last season. Um, he got to get his dribbling up. He got to get his ball handling skills up. He has to – just the basic fundamentals. He he has to get a move. He, you can't be 6'9" pulling out floaters from the free throw line. I'm, I want you to take it strong to the basket. There's no reason why you, you're, you know, shooting uh, 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 mid-range mid floaters when you should be pulling up from mid-range every time. You're taller than everybody who guards you. So Kevin Knox has a lot, to work, a lot of work to do. John Calabari already said Kevin Knox is going to take two to three years. So people are crying about Kevin Knox. Just be patient. The kid is going to take some time to develop. Understandable. And 
we, you know, we're just going to have to take our time with Kevin Knox, man. We're going to have to take our time. Frank Nilakina, he's he's become a way better player, even though the numbers don't show. He's become a way better player from the previous two years. He's become more aggressive. He, he He's become more smart when it comes to where he want to get his shots at. I really want Frank Nilakina to get more into that mid-range area. I love Frank Nilakina in that mid-range area. He needs to live in that area. The Knicks, I wish the Knicks would pair him with Sean Livingston for an offseason. Just to, you know, get Sean Livingston's offensive game touch. You know, Sean Livingston used to back post people up, hit the back, um, turn around mid-range jumper all the time. You know, he was too tall for short guards who used to guard him. I would like for him to be in that role. That's the perfect role for Frank Nelikina. He's a way better defender than Sean Livingston. Um, but Sean Livingston was a better player. Even when he was on Golden State, Sean Livingston was a better player. Um, Frank Nelikina has gotten better. He's gotten better on layups, per se, 39% to 48%. You know, it, 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 a lot of things, you know, Frank Nelikina has improved on. Pick and roll play. He's becoming more attentive when going to the basket. Um, you know, impacting on his impact on defense last year. You know, we've seen a slight drop off on his defense. You know, this year he's picked it up again, like his rookie year. Um, he's showing remarkable defensive IQ. And this is why I love him on his team. I need to keep him on his team. And I don't want the Knicks to trade him, so... You know, that's what I, you know, that's what a couple of young players. Um, R.J. Barrett, he returned. He looks very well in his return from ankle injury. Gotta love R.J. Barrett. He's consistent as far as putting up numbers in the stat sheet, not points-wise, but rebounds-wise, assists-wise, you know, steals, blocks. He plays good defense at his age. That's the main thing what I loved about R.J. Barrett. He plays defense and when you're a young guy yeah a lot of young guys don't really play defense a lot of young guys they come into the league and they're just horrible defensively a la Kevin Knox and Barrett is the absolute opposite he is a number three overall draft pick for a reason Ken is great on defense man he's way better than what I expected on defense I will admit that way better than what I expected um you know Mitchell Robinson Mitchell Robinson is funny because he's still the same guy from last season. And I don't even like to say that, but it's the truth. Um, He has not taken a jump shot this year. I think he only took two mid-range jumpers this whole season. Hasn't attempted a three. They was talking about him shooting threes all summer. And I, I just need him to expand his game. He has to expand his game. i seen that he changed agents to Rich Paul. Good for him. But... I need him to change his game. If you if you know Rich Paul, he wants his clients to get the bag. But for Mitch to get the bag, I need him to get his offensive repertoire. I need him to hit some threes. I need him to show me some ball handling skills. But that's also on the coaching staff. I need the coaching staff to release the cuffs. They got to let this man, let that man play his game. Let that man show the world what more he can do besides 
getting screen and roll lobs and, you know, the occasional tip back and the occasional drop off and he gets a layup. I'm, I'm done with that. That's not – he's the same Mitchell Robinson. It's just like Ben Simmons when it comes to shooting. His offensive game has not expanded. I need him to expand his game. That's the way he will become better. So now – let me get into the Knicks' new president of basketball operations, Leon Rose. Um, CAA, you know, CAA been trying to take over the Knicks for about a decade now. <laughs> and they, they finally get their chance. Um, Rose is a former agent, so the Knicks is adapting the Warriors model of Bob Myers and Rapalinka with the Lakers. Um, I'm going to give it time. I'm not going to... Be negative about this because I've dealt with Steve Mills for so long. He just needed to go, and I just needed a breath of fresh air. So, you know, Leon has represented, you know, Carmelo Anthony, Andrea Bargliani, J.R. Smith, Eddie Curry, Ronaldo Balkman, Marty Collins. You know, he, he, he represented a lot of players in the NBA, so that means that he knows a lot of players. Um, It seems to me that Dolan didn't want to – you know, wait for a new president of basketball operations. He didn't want to wait wait for Masai Ujiri. Um, it seems that, you know, Dolan picks people he knows. So, you know, Mr. Leon Rose is a guy who's known throughout NBA communities. So hopefully he can change the image of the New York Knicks. A question, though, um, will... Leon Rose do a good job as the president of basketball operations as being, like, do he know talent? That's the first question. The second question, um, will he have friends in the NBA? Because NBA is all about connections. I've known, I know that people are reporting he's also a friend of World Wide West, well-known NBA guy. He's been in NBA circles. Um, a lot of people don't like like World Wide West, so a lot of people's not gonna like Leon Ross. You know, agents are competitive. Um, a lot of people won't work with you. A lot of people will work with you. So it, it's scary, but you know, I'm on the fence about it. I just want to Steve Mills gone, so I'm not gonna be negative about it. I hope he does a great job. I hope he's focused on the kids and he's focused on the future and. Let's wait and see, man. Let's wait and see. You know, Stephen A. Smith, he's say he's known him for 20 years. He's he's loved by a lot of people, but he's also hated by a lot of people. So let's see if he can do good business. And let's see if he can bring us, you know, a splashy free agent. What if he could get us Carl Anthony Towns in the future? He also indeed reps Carl Anthony Towns, Devin Booker, and co-reps Kyle Kuzma and Austin Brown who also reps D'Angelo Russell. So he rep he represents a lot of people who has been connected to the Knicks. So, you know, it's the way you see the blemish on his record. He's the one who who pushed the Andreas Bargliani to the Knicks, you know, because of his connection with James Dolan. And we don't know how that trade went through the roof. That trade cost us Jamal Murray to be our starting point guard. And that trade also... Help the Raptors get Kawhi Leonard and get a championship. So this is not chess. It is this is not checkers. This is chess. Um, and what I mean by that about the Raptors, 
they had our pick in the pick that they used to get the big man. I think it was Joel Petit, uh, I believe so. Um, and they traded him, you know, for Kawhi Leonard along with the package that they gave him. So let's see, man. Let's see. I'm I'm happy that Steve Mills is gone. Steve Mills tried to do a lot of foolishness. Like I said in the last podcast, he wanted to trade down in the NBA draft. He wanted to get the seventh pick, and he wanted to get, wanted to get a 2023 draft pick. I don't give a damn about that. He wanted to trade for D'Angelo Russell, and he was going to include Mitchell Robinson in that in that deal. That's goddamn stupid. He uh, like like a lot of things he just wanted to do. It, I'm I'm so glad Scott Perry's here. Um, sadly, Scott Perry's definitely going to be gone this summer. Um, because Leon Ross is going to want to pick his own guy. And that's the next thing I'm going to talk about is who's that next guy. And, you know, I see a lot of names up here. You know, the first guy I've seen, you know, you know, first, first of all, um, first of all, Leon Ross, he's, he, he's known as a nice guy around the league, but he's going to need a lot of help. He isn't, he isn't a detail guy, so he's definitely going to need a hands-on type of guy, hands-on type of president of basketball operations. That's going to help him. Um, so let me let me go down the list of some of the names that, you know, that's being thrown out there. Um, Chris Wallace, one of the savviest veteran, veterans on the market, was a GM in Memphis for 12 seasons before being reassigned to a scout last year. While he did blow it with the seem to be at number two in the 2009 draft, Wallace Wallace presided over the Grizzlies, posting winning records for seven straight seasons in the rugged West. Memphis plays in a small market where it's difficult to attract free agents. Prior to Memphis, Wallace was a Celtics GM and director of player personnel with the Heat in the 1990s. So he's been around the basketball game for a long time. Um, Another guy, Bobby Marks. Ooh. This is a tough one because he's a part of Billy King, who did that horrible trade for the Brooklyn Nets, and the Nets gave up Jason Tatum with one of those picks, and I believe Jalen Brown with one of those picks. I believe he he was also the one who traded Damian Lillard, like a lot of stupid picks, and he traded Demarcus Cousins with those picks. So I don't, I, I'm good on Bobby Marks. I'm sorry, um, Malik Rose. Former Nick Spurs forward has been in Detroit as an assistant GM the two past two seasons. Prior Rose was a Hawks manager of basketball operations. Always considered one of the brightest players during his career and is of is also a former broadcaster. So you know a lot of names. Troy Weaver, Oklahoma City's longtime VP of basketball operations, interviewed for the Wizards job, GM job last year. So he's game for a move. He's learned from one of the best in Sam Presti and the Thunder are rolling, are still rolling despite the appearance of rebuilding. And yes, Oklahoma City, they're doing a great job over there. Salute to them. They they make great draft choices, great trades. Um, Shea Gojus Alexander's looking great. Chris Paul's looking great. So salute to OKC. Kenny Smith. Um, 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 um out of Queens. Um NBA, former NBA point guard, champion, you know, TNT analyst, besides Shaq and those guys. You know, he probably has an eye for talent, and he's also got trust in the basketball community. Um, so, you know, 
Kenny Smith probably. I, I'm on board with Kenny Smith. I'm I'm not opposed to that. I'm not opposed to fresh blood being into being in the management office. You got Ryan West. Ryan is the logo son, Jerry West's son. Left the Lakers last year to join the Clippers scouting department and is well regarded with an unmatched pedigree. How do you go wrong with West? That is very true. So Ryan West is another candidate I would like to look at. Tayshaun Prince, former Pistons champion, was promoted to VP of Basketball Affairs for Memphis one year ago. Prince initially was hired as a special advisor to the GM. But what it's worth, he knows Perry well for their days in Detroit. You know, Tayshaun Prince, you never know. Brandon Williams, a former Sixers VP of Basketball who worked under Sam Hinkie and was the assistant GM in Sacramento before being forced out last year. And last but not least, Mark Hughes, former Knicks top scout, has worked well inside of the Clippers' talented front office, well-respected in the Knicks organization. So as you can see, a lot of candidates, a lot of candidates, a lot of people who, you know, the Knicks probably, this is probably the best job for GM this summer. If you look at the talent, if you look at the cap space, if you look at, you know, 2021, this is the job. If I'm a GM, I'm, I would love to have because I could start fresh. My cap space is clean and I get to pick who I want on my team. I get to pick who, who I can have on this team moving forward. So, you know, let's see, man. I'm, I'm excited. You know, let's go for four wins straight. We're one win away from 17. So I had a podcast with Jonathan Macri a couple weeks ago. And Jonathan Macri, he was basically, I said, what's your prediction? How many wins for this season? He said 25. We're about to hit 17 soon. And after the All-Star break, it's going to be 30 games left. I think the Knicks could get to 30 wins. I really do. I really think we could get to 30 wins. I think if we could pull off, I, if, if we could win this next game, we got a couple, We got a lot of games against teams that's under 500. We got a lot of games against teams that's not in the playoffs right now. So if we could steal a couple of these games, I would be happy. Um, as long as we can, as long as we can, you know, just just get up, get above twenty five wins. Just show some improvement. That's all I need to see. Show improvement. I need Kevin Knox to get more minutes. I want Frank to get more minutes. I want Mitchell Robinson to get more minutes. I want RJ to start. I want all the kids to play. I want I want to see Iggy this season. I don't know why Mike Miller is keeping Wooten down in the G League. Bobby Portis is just so terrible. Oh, my God. I think he's the only guy I hate watching on this team now. Like, he's the only guy. He's the only guy. Marcus Morris used to be because he just holds on the damn ball for too long. And he, goes, he ball hogs a lot. But Bobby Portis is the other guy, man. I don't need to see Bobby Portis play basketball. People wondering why Kevin Knox has regressed. He, they've been playing with Bobby Portis, which is a horrible pairing all season long. Horrible. I don't know if anybody has been talking about that pairing. It's just so goddamn terrible. Pair Kevin Knox with a rim protector, please. Or another and a perimeter defender. See, Kevin Knox, you know who played 
great besides beside Kevin Knox, a guy like Danny Green, a guy like Damian Dotson. You know, put him bes- beside a wing and a rim protector, and he's going to look way better. And put him with a point guard that's chemistry with him. This is why I like Kevin Knox playing with Frank Nilakina, so they can always have that chemistry going. But, you know, we got in a little bit of everything tonight, man. I just wanted to talk to the people real quick, you know, give you all you know, update on everything that's going on. Salute the Knicks Nation, man. I love y'all, man. Appreciate the love. Appreciate the support. Keep tuning in. State of the New York Knicks podcast, episode 82. It's your boy, Slizzy. I'm out of here. Peace.